0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another IMCO with myself, Jonathan Chan. So glad that you can join me today as we talk about what topped the news this past week and offer you my Christian opinion. Now, if this is your first IMCO, well, welcome. Glad you can join me. Uh, IMCO basically is an acronym for In My Christian Opinion. And what I do each week on a Wednesday is to reflect upon what topped the news this past week what stuck out for me and as a christian how should i approach it or or even think about it well anyways let's go what topped the news this past week well it's the first time actually for myself is the whole phrase of emergency act yes uh, our prime minister justin trudeau enacted or invoked the emergency act in light of in response to the ongoing convoy, freedom convoy protest. Now, if, for some of you who don't know, I'm just included some pictures here as a slideshow. Some of these folks are blocking the border. Some of these folks are blocking the bridge, but recently they cleared out uh, due to the emergency act. So they're blocking trade routes, causing havoc, and um, spray painting swastikas around, waving them around. Uh, waving around Confederate flags now some of them are not all of them and of course you know honking their horns uh, like late at night now some of them not all of them again and some of them are carrying firearms and uh, recently in Alberta so, um, the RCMP confiscated a bunch of firearms ammunition etc now it's that's, now again some of them not all of them i have to qualify that because i received a few Comments uh, on the bottom of my YouTube page and also on my Facebook saying that they that some folks insist they're not all idiots Okay, well anyways, that's a whole other conversation the whole thing about Associations like yeah, yeah I don't know. It's like me being Asian Chinese specifically and you know, I noticed that like some of us are you know poor drivers, but then I cannot say to somebody that oh I'm not like that Chinese guy, right? You can't, you can't say that. Or I'm not that kind of Christian. You can't because it just brings out that whole idea of um, separating yourself from your own your own people and your own um, your own peers, and it's it's just not right. And that's a whole other conversation. There's a few articles written on that topic as well. But anyways, let's move on. Emergency Act. It was invoked. By our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau recently. And uh, when it was invoked, it was interesting because um, I received quite a few emails in my inbox. It was spam mail, basically, from Christian organizations telling us pastors to pray and hopefully that uh, God will... um, God will prevail, and that, uh, that this emergency hack will be defeated, and that Trudeau will be dethroned from, from being a prime minister, etc., etc., and I'm like reading this, and I just can't stomach it. It was just sick to the stomach for myself. Now, I don't know about you, for the listeners out there, some of you may agree with them that, you know, you should pray and that uh, you would get rid of the, the prime minister, but for me, that's just ridiculous. Um, however, that got me thinking. Oh, by the way, for those of you who are uh, curious on about the uh, Emergency Act and what it entails, it's actually at the bottom here. I listed it on the link below, so check that out if uh, you want to read more on the Emergency Act and what that entails. Uh, but so I'm receiving these emails, right, um, from these uh, so-called Christian organizations. Like some of them are actually all in a different language than I could understand, such as Korean or or something. But uh but anyways they've been sending them to me and some uh some of them are my my circle of friends too and which kind of baffles me a bit but you know what everybody has a right of their opinion but to pray for that to pray that we should not submit to authorities that got me thinking because in the Bible, in the New Testament, especially in Romans, there's a particular chapter, and I'm just going to throw it out there, chapter 13, uh, Paul mentions to the, the, to the folks, whoever he was writing to, and which is still debatable, he's writing to, the, uh, to his people saying that you have to submit to authorities. Huh, that's odd. So it got me thinking even more. And uh, yes, I think a lot. And so I've been having a chat with myself, okay. As a Christian, how should we see authority? Uh, Like, because yes, ultimately we need to submit to God. But how about our current governments? And how about those governments who are really bad? Not Trudeau. I'm talking about, like, case in point, some parts of the world where these governments are corrupt, where these governments, uh, like, practice fascism, dictatorships, uh, where these governments... Disguise themselves as if they are democracies, but really they're not they're just maneuvering and um, making sure that there's no opponents to go against them. Case in point, um, there's a particular president (laughs) in a particular country right now who just withdrew or may withdraw his troops from Ukraine, from the Ukrainian border, who has a history of poisoning his opponents, even though he claims that his country is democratic. So in light of whether the governments are bad or good, however you define that, in light of corrupt governments or governments that may have a heavy hand at times, how should Christians see these authorities when we actually ultimately need to submit to God as our ultimate authority? Because these Christian organizations are basically telling me, since God is our authority, these governments are not. So let's pray and hope that God will dethrone them. Okay, let's go. Here are my takeaways for today. So, submission to authority. Let's start off with Romans 13 because I figure it is good. Because since I referenced it, um, it is good for me to read it to you as the watcher or for those who are listening on podcasts to listen to these passages. It's found in Romans chapter 13, verse 1 to 7, and I'll be reading in the New International Version. Now, some of you I know will probably post in the comments, which you have done for my sermons, that you don't like the versions I read. Well, tough beans for you, because I'm going to choose NIV and you can't stop me. Anyway, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. They are God's servants, agents of wrath, to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessar- necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. Hmm. This is also why you pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time for- to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. It's interesting that Paul doesn't even just leave it as taxes. He doesn't even leave it as business income. <laughs> he talks about if the if you got to pay them respect and also you got to give them honor. Okay, full stop. That's the passage. Now, uh, so let's go back to authority for Canada, for us Canadians, for those who are watching elsewhere. Yes, I am in Can- a Canadian and I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, well, Burnaby, British Columbia, but who knows about Burnaby? It's usually just one major city in BC, that's Vancouver. So in Canada, we have this thing called the rule of law, where governments below it cannot go willy-nilly and think that they could control everything and do whatever they like. No, they also have to submit to the ultimate authority, which is the rule of law. By the way, Which is also held and stewarded and kept in check by our Supreme Court, our judges, who are supposed to be nonpartisan and uh, there's another for this, uh, unbiased on anything because their sole purpose is to make sure that the rule of law governs the government, that the government cannot go willy nilly. So, thank God. (laughs) We live in a country that has a rule of law, that the government is not above the rule of law. Because if you look at some countries, namely China, there is no rule of law. Whatever that guy says, it goes. And so there's no such sure thing. He believes that he is the rule of law. All right, next point. So basically, for the for practical reasons and to not like, completely... Um, Think of this uh, in a spiritual sense. Practically, we as Canadians are governed by the rule of law, full stop. It doesn't matter what government is in power. It doesn't matter if it's the provincial government in power. Everybody has to be submit to the rule of law. No questions asked. Second, now we come into this passage I read to you. Now, in Paul's day, Paul is not saying that it's sunshine and rainbows with the with the governing authorities in his time. If you know your history, during Paul's day, Paul's day, there were two Caesars that were notable of being insane. The latter one is Nero. Remember him? He's the one who blamed the Christians for lighting up Rome in fire. And that's hence, it followed that he, threw, he persecuted the Christians because he wanted the Christians to be his scapegoat. Where really, consequently, it was his fault for that massive fire in Rome. Anyway... Case in point. Back to the point. Paul's in Paul's day, the governing authorities were not that great. They weren't stellar. They were not honest. They were not. They don't. They didn't have integrity. In fact, they only favored the elite. They didn't. They were favoring the rich and wealthy people because hey, that's what they believed in. And if you ever looked at uh, classical Greek um, Greek um, history and Greek literature, the various philosophers really criticized. Rome for being materialistic and just think that you just cater to the elite. Uh, So the Caesars in Paul's day were not that great, yet Paul wrote chapter 13, verse 1 to 7, where he tells people, Christians, to submit to authority because God instituted these systems in place. Now, why would he do that? Why would he say that in light of this corrupt government, in this corrupt authority? Why submit to this authority? Well, we have to know Paul and we have to know our Christian ethos as well. What is our main goal when we're here? What is our calling, all of our callings? It doesn't matter where you're from or who you are or what ethnicity. If you subscribe to Christianity, what is ultimately our calling? It is to be a light to the nations, to reflect Jesus everywhere. In other words, to sum up, Mission. Now I'm not saying that mission is all about preaching the gospel with words, because we all know that effective communication is only 10% verbal. 90% of effective communication is nonverbal. And so it's more about our actions here. And that's what Paul, I think, is has it in mind too. When because throughout Paul's letters, all of Paul's letters, including Acts, what do we see of Paul? We see Paul missionally minded that regardless of what's in front of him or who's in front of him, he tries to, in his own actions, proclaim the gospel, not just with words, but with his actions. So if uh, taking donations may jeopardize the whole missional aspect of proclaiming the gospel and reaching out to people and being a light to nations and saying that, uh, you know, to reveal Jesus' love to people, if taking donations hinder that, compromise that message, well, guess what he did, what he said? He didn't take donations. He stopped it. Instead, he got to work. He went and became a tent maker. But then if there were times, like uh, for instance, the church at Philippi, where they were really generous and wanted to give him donations, well, he took it anyway because, hey, they were more willing to give. So he was contextual. He knew exactly the audience that he was dealing with. And he knew that actions spoke louder than words. And so he said this because he had mission in mind. In other words, don't be a douchebag. Don't disobey the law just for the sake of disobeying the law. We have to make sure that whatever we do, whether it be protests, whether it be um, disagreeing with the government, whether it be chiming in like me doing this IMCO, whether it be doing um, rants on our social media or just writing things to our governments, we have to keep in mind that for Christians, it's our mission. We have to be missional. Is what I'm doing missional? Is what I'm doing revealing Jesus' love to people? Or am I just doing it for the sake of doing it because I just don't like the guy and disagree with him? Right? I hope you follow me on this. Because uh, for the protests, there are many protests out there. There are environmental protests, there are protests. We just saw the Women's March, which I completely agree to take down that stupid statue. It's been a long time coming. And I agree with uh, many of the the protests uh, with regards to gender equity and equality. Now, why? It's because these protests do support and promote gospel values. It promotes exactly what Jesus wanted to promote and desired to promote, saying that his love reaches to everyone because God so loved the entire world that Jesus died for us. That's why I support these things. That's why I support gender equity. That's why I support the environment because we are supposed to be good stewards of this planet anyway. That is the gospel value. But for protests that promote hate, for protests that invade um, union, uh, these union gospel missions and, uh, and these uh, places where supposed to provide shelter and demand food from them, for protests to um, destroy livelihoods because a lot of people were at home, stuck at home and couldn't get to work, or for those who were in the car manufacturing business, they were stuck doing nothing and getting, didn't get paid for it. Are those protests... Do those protests promote gospel values? And in my opinion... It doesn't. And so for those Christian organizations, so-called Christian organizations, this message is to you. You emailed me saying to pray to so that so that God could take down this government. Well, I'm sorry. But for me, for all things, I think what he has done, what Justin Trudeau has done, is actually appropriate. It's quite appropriate. Because in my view, we need to think more and beyond ourselves for this one. We need to see that th- these actions that these protesters are doing are not missional at all. They do not promote gospel values at all because there is no love in it. There's a, it's all about me, me, me. And so back to the point about submission to authority we submit to governing authorities no matter how bad they are in light of for the sake of the gospel for the sake of the mission of promoting and propagating the gospel and promoting Jesus love to everyone however we christians should also take active stances and engagement in the most in the most appropriate way to make sure that we still love our neighbors and that the gospel is promoted when the gospel values are compromised, when there's exploitation on women, when there's, um, when there's uh, abuses done on indigenous women, when there's uh, abuses done on the environment, we Christians need to stand by those because those align with our gospel values. And in, through our actions, that's when the gospel is preached. That's it for me. I know some of you may disagree vehemently. Feel free to disagree with me. Chime in on the bottom of the comments page, either in the YouTube podcast on SoundCloud or even on my website or shoot me an email through my website. You know where it is. It will come shortly right after this. But thank you for joining me on another IMCO. Till next week, have a blessed week.